Hello Creative Tartanites and welcome back to another episode of Talking Tartanites. I am Tanya and I'm coming to you from Scotland and with me is Mona. I'm coming from Sweden. Hello there Mona and how are things with you today? Hi Tanya, things are okay with me, thanks. Sun is shining and how are things with you? Oh I'm uh, in a really good mood today, I had a really good sleep last night so I'm raring to go. So what is our topic of discussion today? So today we are going to talk about art supplies, what you need to get started with art journaling. And such a good topic that is too, um, because there are a plethora of different art supplies out there. And I would imagine that someone wanting to start uh, to try art journaling won't necessarily know where to start. This is a topic that I know both you and I have a reasonable amount of experience in. Um, it wasn't that long ago that I started uh, to attempt art journaling and I have to say I felt that overwhelm. Is that something that you experienced of where on earth do I start? Oh yes for sure, yes for sure. Then you have sources to go to. <laughs> mm-hmm good but it was very you really oh what do I need or where can I find things mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that so sure yeah and even when I was watching YouTube um, there was still that element of everybody's idea of what you need were completely different um, and some of the, the items that they were saying that you needed were actually quite expensive. So um, hopefully our discussion today uh, between us uh, is going to come up with some kind of formula that people can think about when they're purchasing supplies for art journaling. Yes, it doesn't have to be that expensive. No, no. Um, and rather than... Um, Whilst it's fantastic and lovely to have all the supplies from Dina Wakeley or Tim Holtz, um, it, it does start to become very expensive uh, when you're, you're buying things like that. And I think it might be helpful to think about some of the alternatives. I totally agree with you. I wonder where we should start then. I'm thinking to start off with the one thing that you cannot do without, and that is an art journal exactly without an art journal you can't do art journaling oh. <laughs> that's true <laughs> but even within the topic of art journals there are so many different books uh at different price ranges aren't there yes just the other day i was looking up uh, uh, an art journal that i quite fancied trying um from dina wakeley uh, and this particular journal has lots of different types of paper I want to say because the majority of it is paper however within it there's also things like denim and um, burlap isn't it burlap yeah that's right it's burlap denim burlap uh, as well as different types of paper uh, and I thought that might be interesting uh, I'm I actually thought it, you know for some of the burlap or the denim I actually quite fancied trying some sewing uh, and uh, seeing how, you know, that could uh, be incorporated into an art journal. However, I looked at the price uh, and um, for, <laughs> yeah, the price. <laughs> and for a journal that was 26.3 by 20.1 by 2.9 centimetres, 
it was almost thirty pounds. Uh, that I don't know what that is in in your uh, money, but certainly um, for for us, um, we're talking the price of a magazine is somewhere between um, five and ten pounds. Uh, so uh, you know it's almost thirty pounds uh, for this particular uh, journal. Okay. So uh, I I've put it I've put it on hold for the time being. Um, I'm not sure I'm wanting to to pay that kind of price. Um, and certainly for somebody starting out to spend that kind of money on an art journal, it might be money that they don't have or would prefer to um, spend on supplies. No, that, that it's a bit too much to start with, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. Unless, of course, you've got the money and that's that's all yes. fine and dandy. If you've got yes. the money, then go for it. Yeah, um, to say you can't buy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the other, um, a little bit more expensive uh, choice is um, Rangers Dilusions Creative Journal. And I know that was one of my first journals. I started off in just a, a notebook and I would stick the pages together to give it a bit more robustness before I put the gesso on um, to, to be able to, to actually use an, an ordinary notebook. But like most people, I was watching YouTube videos and they were using this journal called Dilutions Journal. And so I ended up buying one. Although my very first journal was a notebook, my first specifically bought art journal was um, Dilutions. And again, for the same sort of um, size, you're, you're kind of talking, you know, around about the £30 mark. Uh, that's in obviously British money. I don't know what that would be in any other country's money, uh, but certainly it's not necessarily uh, the cheapest option. Are there any art journals that um, you've tried? When I started, I actually started with uh, moleskin, moleskin notebooks. Uh huh. Yeah. And I did just like you. I was gluing pages together because it was too thin paper. Mm hmm. That was my very first art journal. And then I did, like you, I bought the Ranger Dilutions. Mm -hmm, <laughs> the mm -hmm. small one first. Yes. And then I got a large one after some years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so how, how, how did you find them? I found them, uh, well, on YouTube. <laughs> I was looking on YouTube and, and found them there. Mm -hmm. Then I, I, of course, ordered them. Or online but it was on YouTube I saw some people use them so and I got really curious because I thought it was really thick paper and I was uh, tired of gluing pages together <laughs> yeah 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 so I, I I do a lot of my shopping on amazon.co.uk and obviously around the world there are different Amazon sites is Amazon something that's available to you in Sweden yes we do have Amazon here in Sweden now but we haven't had it for so long. So, but now we have it. But I ordered mine from some Swedish online um, arts and crafts. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not so fond of ordering things from mm -hmm. abroad because mm -hmm. we have customs here that are very expensive. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. But I was lucky to find some on, on some Swedish online uh -huh. store. Yeah. In terms of using these purpose journals they, they've been specifically designed for art journaling do you think it's worth having something that's specifically designed for art journaling yes i think so because it's a, 
it's good to have those art art journals have those like like I said before thick pages and with art journaling you want to put a lot of paint or texture and stuff like that so it's good to have <coughs> thick paper mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's it's worth it yes okay um I, I have to say I, I've got a slightly different opinion um on the one hand I think yes you're right in what you're saying um that you know it can be worth it for the the thicker paper um however I think that um there are still what might be considered um sketchbooks um yes. that are just as good um so not necessarily the specific art journals but more that um they are books with art paper in them so like watercolor paper um although i have to say it's a little bit more difficult to find them but um they are available um with you know some really good uh, watercolor paper but again I, in terms of price it's been a long time since i've actually um paid a lot of attention to them however one of the companies that um that i've seen a lot of good reviews about uh, is a company called Stillman and Burn and they do lots of different sketchbooks so they will use sketch paper so there's lots of different thicknesses of paper but they also have a mixed media paper uh, and um, so that's that's a, a journal that I happen to um, have bought. I think ultimately um, as many recommendations as we can give I think it really boils down to what our preferences are because yes. I know that I've bought things that um, other art journalers have recommended and I've actually found that it wasn't something that I enjoyed using. So I, I think it ultimately boils down to personal choice rather than specifics. So I think in terms of um, how to how to actually pick an art journal is really deciding what kind of paper you enjoy working on and what kind of art journaling you're going to do. You can use a lot of water, for example, but equally other people won't necessarily, they might use different mediums, but they won't necessarily use quite as much water. So, you know, it really all boils down to what kind of art journaling you're actually going to do and for that reason I would suggest doing what we did and that was to start off with a book in the first instance that you know whether that be a notebook that you already have in the house or you know a cheap notebook out the supermarket and just simply glue a couple of pages together to give you a little bit more flexibility with the book Uh, and then the supplies that we're going to discuss later will help you to get the most out of that book. Does that make sense? Do you think, what's what's your thoughts on it? What would your recommendations in terms of choosing an art journal be? Well, I'm, I'm with you there because I started that way, like, like I said. Of course, I did recommend dilutions, but it's an expensive one. But to start with, it's very fine to start with a simple notebook that you glue pages together just to get started. Mm-hmm. somewhere i think i think the one thing that's that's um that that people tend not to necessarily mention when you do that be prepared to have wrinkly pages yes. there will be a little bit of warping and that that's perfectly fine the other thing um is that simply just not have a book um simply use paper 
you can either leave them loose or you can bind them after the fact. So, you know, um, if you don't want to, to be bothered picking a book and gluing page, pages together, just simply use things like watercolour paper as individual sheets. I would actually recommend uh, Canson Excel mixed media paper. Okay. You can, rip, you can rip them out if you want uh -huh. to. It's not too expensive and it's great. You can use it for anything. It's mix, mixed media paper, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot around, isn't there? Um, yes. There's definitely a lot around. I think from that point of view, um, I'm hoping that we've given a lot of food for thought um, and that we haven't resulted in confusing people. Um, but I think ultimately it's trial and error is to find the right art journal for yourself. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of videos where artists, that's kind of how they've come across their favourite art journal is because they have tried different types of paper and they've ended up accidentally coming across one that they love. I haven't come across one yet um, that I love. Other than the book that was made by a company called Render, that that became my favourite book to use for alcohol pens, so Copic markers um, and the likes. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for mixed media because it actually really warps quite badly and it, it like rolls up, um, but it is absolutely fantastic for alcohol pens. My biggest tip for people um, who are wanting to start out with art journaling is do not be afraid of things going wrong. Don't worry if pages are curling up. Don't worry if pages um, get really wrinkly. Don't worry about anything. I know it's very difficult. It's very easy for me to say, and not necessarily easy to do, um, because we, you know, we we see all these pretty things, and we all want to um, produce these pretty pages. But ultimately, we need to explore to be able to find what we enjoy. One, what we enjoy doing, and two, what kind of paper we enjoy using. So don't be afraid to experiment. So that's that's the first and foremost. That's that's the, this, your starter for ten. You need an art journal of some description to get started. Of course, if you're of a mind to and you have the skills to do so, you could actually potentially make your own art journal. Use the paper that you enjoy using and just simply make your own. Uh, I think we touched on it in a previous podcast. Um, CC Creations, she's made her own watercolour journal before. Um, and I, I know that there's a couple of other artists that do art journaling that have made their own books. What do you think would be the next item that would be a must-have yes. that you couldn't live without? Gesso or gesso. The people oh, gesso. Yes. It different, but that's a must-have. <laughs> and they, they are... You can get different kind of gesso too, so uh -huh. they are thick and thin and um, what's transparent. Mm -hmm. They are even in colors these days, but you don't. You can start with a simple white one. I think that's what I did. A simple white one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because what what gesso does is it's it's a it's a starting point, isn't it? It's a ground. It stops your paints or what you're using from soaking into the paper isn't it it gives a what they call a ground yes. um, it's it gives something for whatever you're using to stick to the paper 
and you can also use it to make some uh, texture on the page mm -hmm. if you want to. Yeah, so it has lots of lots of uses. I've seen I've seen artists using gesso um, through stencils to give the texture. Um, so that there's lots of lots of uses um, definitely for for the gesso, and it's it's the one thing that even on thinner paper, if you put a if you put a coat of gesso on that stops the paper from being destroyed by the water so that's 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 what allows us to use whatever paper we want to really ultimately is the gesso providing um it's not so thin that when you first put the gesso in it just rips the paper oh no <laughs> that would be bad <laughs> but but generally speaking gesso will allow people to use pretty much whatever paper they want to use yes so I think definitely that that would be a must. And the, again, there are lots of different makes of gesso. There are some more expensive, some less expensive. Um, if you buy bigger tubs, it becomes less expensive. But the, the risks are if you buy the bigger tubs, if you keep opening and shutting, then there's potential that it could potentially start drying out and and becoming, uh, you know, useless. So deciding what kind of, you know, what size of tub is going to be determined by how often and how much you actually use it. Um, I think for starting out, probably just getting a small container of, of gesso. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why the specialist art journaling companies, such as Ranger, um, they have come up with their own line of art supplies because people tend to just want small amounts but it is actually cheaper to go into an art store i think to buy um gesso uh but i think it depends on which make you're you're going for is there a particular make of gesso that you particularly like using i started with uh uh, oh, how do you pronounce that? P P B, do you know what I mean? P O E B E. All right. Uh huh. I, I'm actually not sure how that's pronounced, to be honest. No, but that was the one I started with, and I really like that one. It was uh, uh, not the thickest one. It's it's medium. You can. Uh huh. Say. Yeah. And I really like that, but, but I bought the larger, <laughs> so I actually had to throw out. It was almost finished, but I, I had to throw it out the other day because it was starting to dry. But now I have golden. It's it's an expensive one. I have to admit that one. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wanted to try it out. And I haven't tried out too much yet because I wanted to finish that the other one first. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I know um, for, for myself, it's Dalla Rowney that I started using. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I've ever actually used any other um, gesso. There's student grade and there's more professional grade. And it's the student grade that um, that I've, it's simply gesso, I think it was called, if memory serves me correctly. Um, and so I, t I tend to steer clear of the specific art journaling companies yeah. um, gesso because it might seem like it's, cheap at the time that you buy it because it seems reasonably priced but when you actually consider how much is in the little tub it's it's actually then compared to how much you get in the uh Dalla Rowney one for example uh it lasts a lot longer 
so although in the first instance I may have paid out a little bit more than what I would have for these little tubs ultimately I've got more value out of my money yeah um and but you know if, if you want to buy the little tubs by all means you know if you find that it's easier for you to do that then that's fine uh, but just keep in mind that ultimately you know if you actually look at it from a how much per unit within the you know whatever the unit is of of measurement for the gesso yeah. um you know ounces or whatever it is um you you're potentially getting more value for your money um from art supplies i think they they were very clever in doing what they did because a lot of people become very um scared when looking at you know proper art supplies well i say proper art supplies i don't that's probably not the right word um you know when they go into an art store and they they actually see artists art supplies yes uh, whether it be student or professional and that that's where they they have no idea what they're looking at you know um because there are different types of gesso there are different makes of gesso and different types of gesso so you've got different thicknesses um you've got grounds you've got all sorts of things um that can then become a little bit confusing so it's definitely worth looking at uh some videos and looking at what all the different art supplies actually are um and for you to then be able to make up your own mind would that be be something that that you would agree with yeah i totally agree with you there so and um it depends on what you want to do really and how often you are going to do this and so yeah just look around and see what what might be good for you or something that you might be interested in mhm so how did how did you decide what what was it that made you decide to buy the the the, the first gesso that you bought what what was what was behind your decision well when i was looking at after gesso i just simply wanted a white one i was i was sure about that that i wanted a white one to start with and that uh i didn't want it to be thick mhm i i wanted it to be so easy to spread over the page so, so to speak and uh, just to have it as a ground and i actually tried to find one that wasn't too expensive or rather cheap one <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so that's how i found it. I, I i went searching simple on online stores in sweden so mm-hmm. and that's what i found so and mm-hmm. i like yeah. it i liked it a lot so yeah yeah i i pretty much did the same i i went into um a a shop in the uk called hobbycraft and i went to their art supplies and i looked for gesso and i looked at the price yeah <laughs> um and uh i i bought the um the dalarowney um because it seemed like it was it wasn't too cheap uh because i i rightly or wrongly i kind of believe that if you buy too cheap yes then you you don't really get a good experience with it i mean it's all fine and dandy going for value but if you go for too cheap mm-hmm. then you're at risk of it for example if it was gesso then um if you buy too cheap it's too runny and you have to do more than 
you know, however many coats that you would do if it was a slightly more expensive one. Yes. Um, you know, and so that I tend not to go to the bottom of the pile first. Um, I, I kind of <laughs> buy something value, yes, but not yes. the cheapest of cheap. Um, and that's that's why I um, picked up the um, Dalla Rowney. Uh, it seemed to be uh, quite a, a, a cheap and cheerful, but not too cheap um, uh, an item. Uh, I'd never used this particular make before, uh, so I had no real idea as to how it was going to perform. Um, it was based solely on um, price. Uh, and uh, it turned out to be uh, quite a good one. I, um, I, I've continued to buy it since because I, I had a good experience with it. Yeah, that, that's what I had the same experience like you <laughs> with mine. And I wanted to buy uh, a new one, but I couldn't find it. Mm -hmm. So I, I had to. And then I remember uh, I'm watching some uh, teachers on YouTube. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And they recommended the golden, and I thought, well, I would try it. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I, I think I have tried it once so far yet. So I can't really say it's good. Of course, it's a good brand, but it's, it's expensive. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I know Golden is a, a company that I use um, for a lot for some of my art supplies. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not what I use for my gesso, but that's probably because I haven't actually run out of the gesso that I oh. had purchased. Uh, so um, it's I'm still using it, so I haven't had a need to to purchase any other gesso. Um, but I would certainly consider um, trying at Golden because uh, I know that I I really I really enjoy using their paints. Uh, so uh, and uh, I certainly have uh, mediums uh, that uh, are golden. So I have yes. the the um, the matte medium um, and um, I have a thicker one as well. So you know, I, I do use golden and I do enjoy using golden, but like you said, that it's expensive. Yep. Um, but mediums are obviously something that um, is, is not necessarily essential, I would say. Um, no. For, for art journaling. Uh, but having said that, um, it's, it's something that is quite versatile. Uh, and, um, depending on what kind of art journaling you want to do, um, it's something that could potentially be um, on the list. I'm thinking for from a point of view of that, you know, collage is quite popular um, within art journaling. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say it is essential because people don't have to do collage. And you know something, Tanya? Uh -huh. I have seen some people collaging with gesso. They use yes. it as a glue. Uh -huh. So you can do that, actually. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. I mean, there's lots of different glues on the market. Some yes. people will just simply use a glue stick to glue things into their journal. Absolutely. Um, but would, would glue make our top five essential list? Nah, I don't think so. No, not to me. Maybe for you. Well, I, I don't see it as essential no. um, because uh, not everybody is going to collage. No, um, it's it's an extra. It's one of those yeah. it's one of those extra things that you could look at purchasing if you are wanting to do collage. Yes, 
Um, uh, but it's not, if you want to start to learn art journaling, it's not, it's something that you could live without. You don't have to have a type of glue. Something that you might want to and need to is paint of some sort. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say that paint of some sort is going to, to be an essential to get started, yes. definitely. Yes, and you can get some, I did get some very cheap um, acrylics. Mm -hmm. You can get those, there are some kind of folk, folk art perhaps acrylic, so you don't have to get the, the expensive ones either. So just some simple and uh, not too expensive acrylics. Mm -hmm. It's something I would maybe recommend. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, it's something, again, that is a bit of a minefield, isn't it? Because there yeah. are so many types of brands. Yes. There are so, you know, there, there's, um, there's lots of cheaper, well, you know, they're, they're promoting themselves as cheaper brands. Um, but actually, I wonder if they are that cheap, much cheaper, because um, like Arteza, for example, they're a, they're a company that um, are, are, are really kind of quite, you know, making a name for themselves for, for being, you know, affordable. Um, but are they affordable because their tubes are so small? Yes. <laughs> You know, so from a value point of view, are they really that valuable? I don't know. I've never really looked that that far into it, but um, I'm not I'm not convinced that they're necessarily that affordable. I totally agree with you. I haven't looked into it too much either because, like you said, they are very tiny tubes. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although, having said that, you do get a lot more colours and, and maybe for somebody starting out rather than having you know six colors that they can make every other color is maybe too advanced for some maybe they don't want to think about mixing a color to put on their page that's true um so perhaps from from that perspective having a, a set of lots of different colors albeit it's smaller tubes uh, but maybe that's maybe that's more beneficial for somebody starting out yes. because then they they don't have to worry the same um, about buying this bigger tube of paint and then not getting around to finishing it if they don't like doing what you know they don't like using it. Yes, and I actually started with a set, uh -huh. and they were not they were also small tubes. It was Liquitex Basics in a set. Uh -huh. I think it was 12, 12 colors, colors or something like that. Uh -huh. So that's what I was started with mm -hmm. from the beginning. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, it's certainly, um, it's, it, I was similar. Uh, I had a set of Dalla Rowney um, yeah. student paints. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's, that's how I started. Uh, and although I had these paints, um, I, I really struggled to use them in a way that was, that, that got the pages that I wanted. Mm. It was really difficult to, you know, mix enough of the same color to, to cover the page or, yes. um, to, to get the effects that, um, 
you know other artists were were doing on their page looking back on it in hindsight i think one of the difficulties i was having was probably that i wasn't using it in enough layers ah yes i think with paints after paints you're probably looking at in terms of essentials what you can't do without i'm thinking tools tools for actually getting the um the textures and the you know how you actually put your paint on to the page i'm thinking things like sponges as well as brushes um and again that doesn't have to be expensive does it no i have used kitchens uh kitchen uh sponges (laughs) Uh yeah yeah so have i Uh, and makeup Uh (laughs) uh-huh Yeah, I mean, you could get a big bag of like makeup sponges yes. um, for quite cheap out of yeah. either your local chemist or, or um, your supermarket or, you know, um, wherever you can buy um, cheap and cheerful makeup sponges. Yes. Other tools could be... Um, Palette knife? Uh, well, I was thinking more um, old credit cards. Yes. Well, that's much better because it doesn't uh, cost that much. <laughs> You know, old bank cards or um, just even just using a bit of um, cardboard. That's true. And you can use, um, mm, what do you call that? Uh, The top of the bottle to make marks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, bottle cap. Yeah, bottle cap. (laughs) And uh, when you have got a package, you get those bubble, bubble. What do you call it? bubble wrap? Yes, yes. Oh, bubble wrap. Oh, you gotta love a bit of bubble wrap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and you don't have to buy bubble wrap. You get no, it when you get, you get packages. <laughs> yes, you get it. I wonder if it, ah, but does anybody actually have bubble wrap that they haven't popped? That might be because I was going to say everybody's got bubble wrap somewhere, but have is it unpopped? I love that sound. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself when I get it. Yeah, I, I like I to, to, to just give it a squeeze until it yeah. just cracks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that, that but I, I have to pop some. But I, I want to keep some because it's good to make uh, very interesting marks in an, an art journal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. So we're, we're obviously we've got up to four essentials. Yes. Um, We've got our number one, our art journal. Number two is gesso. Number three, paint of some description um, and tools. Now, I'm just going to quickly go back to paint a little bit because one of the things that we mentioned was obviously um, acrylic paint and that's that's great. But I'm just wondering, um, is there any other type of paint that people could get that would help them to start? Well, watercolours. Mm-hmm. You can use that and you can use those very cheap ones that you for kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, in terms of art journaling and layers, um, is that something that could be done? Can you layer with watercolours? Yes, you can, but it's harder. <laughs> it is harder and I, I agree. Um, I, I absolutely agree. And that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of talking about it just now, because yes. I think I think um, giving people the the um, the knowledge to be able to make up their own mind as to where they want to start is 
is good. Acrylic paints is probably ultimately the the, the best type of paint to start with for art journaling. However, it's not absolutely essential because I'm thinking in terms of um, you know using what you have. Um, if you've got children, maybe you could use some of their art supplies. If you've got chalks, for example, um, you could potentially put a little bit of chalk down and put gesso and the gesso will mix with the chalk and the gesso will then allow the, the, the chalk to stay put to be able to layer on top of it. That's a great tip. Um, I, I know I've done that with um, pastels. Oh. Um, but it's something that you could do, do with just simple children's chalk as well. Yes, and you can use, but I, those can be pretty expensive oil, oil pastels. Mm-hmm. that you can use over acrylics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not the other way around you can never put acrylics over oil <laughs> but uh, if you have a, a layer of, or layers of acrylic you can use some cre- oh, crayons crayons mm-hmm. simple crayons of any sort mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. top so we've got our art journal our gesso a paint of some description um, so it's essentially you're, you're looking for color essentially aren't you um, so some form of color doesn't necessarily have to be paint I suppose um, you could um, look at it from a um, you know crayons pencils um, all that kind of thing so I guess it really it comes down to what you potentially might already have yeah. and these these are the the four things that you absolutely have to have to be able to do art journaling. So some form of art journal, gesso, I would say is pretty essential. It's not an absolutely hard and fast rule. Um, you know, because if you don't have gesso, just your first layer of paint could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but gesso definitely makes your life much easier. Yes, yes. Paints, which essentially you're, you're looking to add color to your page. So, Colour is the essential. How you put that, how you get that colour is up to you, whether that be paint or um, pencil or, you know, whatever you're you're looking at um, using. Um, and your tools, obviously, we've spoken about credit cards, mark-making tools, sp- sponges. Um, what we haven't, sorry? Bottle caps. <laughs> Bottle caps, Yes. Uh, what we haven't talked about is paint brushes. Yes. Do you think paint brushes are essential? Yeah. I think you need some uh, something. Well, you can use a credit card to spread out the gesso. But if you want to make strokes and if you want to paint something, <laughs> of course, uh, in your art journal, so brushes is, yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't have to buy the expensive ones. Not at all. Do you think brushes comes under tools or do you think it comes into its own category as our fifth item that is essential for art journaling? Well, actually, it is, isn't it a tool, actually? <laughs> but <laughs> maybe people are interested in, in different kind of brushes. I don't know. It's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because it, you could argue it comes into its own, um, but you could also argue that it comes under tools. And that there are loads of different types of brushes. Yes. And different makes of brushes. <laughs> and depending on, again, it's it comes down to <clears throat> it comes down to what your preferences are. And, and um, yeah. although 
the, I think one of the rules is that um, you would struggle to put acrylic paint on to the paper with a watercolour brush. Yes, that's because true. Because it's, it's, not, it's not stiff enough to be able to move the paint. No. But having said that, so long as it's stiff enough to be able to move the acrylic paint, you can pretty much use different types of to brushes. Um, and one of the things that was said to me when I was looking at buying brushes um, was don't buy the cheap ones because um, you, you'll just get frustrated. And to a point, that's true. Yes. The bristles tend to start falling out and you end up with bristles through your, your um, paint on your page. Um, that can be annoying. However, having said that, the cheaper the brush, the less precious it is. Um, and you could get some interesting mark making. Yes. Because I think um, depending on what kind of art journaling you're wanting to get into and do, um, sometimes it's not necessarily about getting precision. It's just about making marks, isn't it? Yes. Doing something abstract. You know, like you said, you don't have to have the cheapest. Cheapest, you can go some medium-wise. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There are some kind of mixed media brushes out there in sets, I believe. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. can't remember any brands right now, but but I think they are pretty good. But it all depends on what you want to do. Maybe you want to paint a little portrait or flowers, and then you might need some kind of brush. But if you just want to make marks, it doesn't matter. You can, you can just play. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and from that perspective, I, I think I've kind of decided that I don't think that um, brushes really need to be on their own. No. I think I think brushes really does come under tools. Yes. Um, and one of the other things that we can use as tools is actually our hands. Yes. Um, and so in that case, I would like to propose for our fifth and final um, essential for doing art journaling is actually a really good barrier hand cream so that we can use our fingers to push the paint about. Or gloves. <laughs> or gloves, yes. Or gloves. Yes. Because for the most part, um, I think acrylic paints are reasonably safe. You wouldn't want to eat them, but, no. you know, they're, they're, they're reasonably safe. Yes. Um, however, having said that, um, our hands are porous um, and things do, you know, can get into our system via our, our, our hands. Yes. Um, and so it's probably better to be safe than sorry, ultimately. Absolutely. Um, so if you're going to use your hands a lot, then I would suggest um, some kind of barrier cream um, or gloves to be able to um, be comfortable in the knowledge that um, your hands are protected. Well, Mona, I think we have come up with our five essential supplies for art journaling. Yay! Yay! <laughs> our art journal, the gesso, paint of some description or colour, tools such as sponges, brushes, um, and there are some free uh, tools that could be used for mark making and the fifth one is some form of hand cream or gloves to keep our hands safe. There are loads 
more supplies that you could potentially get for art journaling. This is not an exclusive list. This is the essential five to just get started. After this, these five items, the world is your oyster and you can start adding to them. But this is your, your foundation for getting started with art journaling. Have you any last thoughts that you would like to share with us today around about these five essential supplies? No, I, I think it's a pretty good list actually to start with. And I really hope that we are sparking some interest in some of our listeners that they want to start art journaling. Yeah, me too. I hope that we've cleared the waters a little bit and that we haven't muddied them even further. Yes. So everyone, thank you very much for listening today. As always, if you have any questions, by all means, email us talkingtartanites at tartantaz.com. Don't forget to look after your mental well-being because nobody else can. So that will be goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.